Hey, kids. Hey, what? What did we talk about last week? That's a good question. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. This is the Understand Life Podcast, where we are helping you turn, turn life, life into lessons. <laughs> I'm your host, Leonard Neiman, and with me today I have Alyssa Neiman and Malachi Neiman. And this is a mini podcast. So that means we're going to do a recap of last week and talk about a little bit what we're going to do next week. That, yep. That's right. What did we talk about last week? Do you guys remember? No. No. Okay. Last <laughs> week's was... Was it something about this book where there was a bunch of these Oh, Top Brain, Bottom Brain. Yes. Oh, okay. Yep, there was a book with a bunch of scientists, and the book was called Top Brain, Bottom Brain. And, and I even wasn't in the podcast. Yeah. What was Top Brain, Bottom Brain about? Like, that the top half of your brain, it does different things than the bottom half of your brain? Yeah, do you remember what each half did? No! <laughs> so one of the halves did input processing, and one of them did strategic thinking. Mm -hmm. Do you remember which is which? The top brain did strategic thinking, and the bottom half of your brain did input. Yes. What was really cool that the scientists found out about how your bottom brain works about inputs. Do you remember there's no. a computer science term. It's called multitasking. Threaded is the term I used. But multitasking is the same kind of thing. In what way is your bottom brain multi-threaded or multitasking? It gives you input about multiple things at once. Yeah, it's analyzing all the inputs around you at the same time. So we can recognize that this is pink and that's gray and that's white and they're all smooth or a mesh or whatever. It can also do audio and visual and everything all at the same time. But the top brain notices that like a thing is on another thing. The top brain does more complex stuff, right? Including relationships between things. I think that's what you were talking about. So like understanding that the red button is above the knob. That's what was our example. That was our example. That's done in the top brain. Now, we've been in a series of podcasts talking about what? Personality types. Yes. So how is top brain and bottom brain related to personality types? Um, um, oh, you can use the top brain more than the bottom brain sometimes. You can. So, and it can change your personality? Sort of. So, there's like four personalities? Cognitive Cog modes? Yeah. Cognitive modes. And they all have a personality, basically. And one person is usually in one of them, but sometimes goes to the other. Yeah, exactly. Mm. The scientists that did this research and wrote the book on top brain and bottom brain, they did a lot of research and proved stuff regarding what the bottom brain did and the top brain did. But then they had a theory on cognitive modes. And you're right, there was four of them. What were the four modes? Uh, top brain, down brain, side left. brain, and the other side brain. No, no. You can have just the top brain, just the bottom brain, or... Or, or both. Or 
None. Exactly. I have about both. I have like both. Everybody has both. both. Atop it on a brain. <laughs> oh, I, I know that. I mean, like, I use both of them. You use both of them a lot? Our analysis of you did not have that conclusion, but that's okay. What? But remember you took a quiz? Yeah, it was like 33 to 29 or 30. Yeah, and we talked about then afterwards that... Knowing you, my belief is that you switch between stimulator mode, which is using the top brain only, mm-hmm. and perceiver mode. Which is using only the bottom brain. And then do a little bit maybe in adapter mode, which is where you don't use either. Yeah. Yeah. You know what we didn't cover in the last podcast, I realized, was is it always a good thing to be in mover mode, which is where you use both top and bottom? Is that always good? Uh, no. no. Mover mode, when you're using both parts of your brain extensively, takes a lot of energy. Yeah. Intuitively, we would think using our brain would be good, and therefore mover mode, where you're using both top brain and bottom brain extensively, would be the best mode all the time, right? But that uses a lot of energy. It uses a lot of willpower and just energy in general, right? Being in mover mode all day long is practically impossible for most people because you get tired, you'll get wore out. And you'll need to go to bed because you've been in mover mode so much. And this happens for people that are in mover mode a lot. They kind of push, 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 and then crash. So do they, like, take a lot of naps? Maybe. An advantage of each of the other cognitive modes is that you're using your brain less. So you're only using your brain when you really need to. Sometimes adapter mode is the right way to go, where you just can go with the flow and be happy no matter what happens, that could make you happier. Mover mode, people get frustrated because they're trying to get stuff done, and when that stuff doesn't get done, then they might get frustrated. So being in mover mode, using your brain more, may actually decrease your overall happiness if you're in it too much. So we've talked a lot on this podcast before about happiness and how that's a goal for a lot of people is to be more happy. Turns out there are advantages to being outside of mover mode, right? Mover mode is when you use your brain all the time. Same with the other modes, stimulator mode, perceiver mode. They have their advantages, and most of the time, you probably want to be using your brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being in adapter mode too often where you're not using your brain can indicate that you're not being as productive as you should be, that you're not using your life to do things that are meaningful. But sometimes it's the right mode to be in can't always be accomplishing something great every minute of every day. So the reason this is in personality types is because with these four modes, everybody does what? Something different. Yeah. Different personalities are created by people being in the different cognitive modes. A different amount of time. Yes. I think it's interesting that the four cognitive modes don't really line up with the quadrant theory. Yeah, that is interesting, isn't it? Because most personality types that have four types kind of line up with the quadrant theory that we talked about, right? Yeah, yeah. What did I talk about at the end of last episode I thought was kind of how they lined up a little bit? So an adapter is kind of like it's in between type 1 and type 2. And then perceiver is in between 2 and 4. And then mover is in between three and four, and stimulator is kind of in between one and three. Yeah, that's kind of my personal interpretation of how the modes line up with the quadrant theory personality types. Yeah. Might not be perfect, but it's pretty close, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to next week now. Okay, do you guys know what we're doing next week? No! (laughs) Okay, next week... We have a special guest on oh, the podcast. Oh, Aunt Kelly! Yeah. What was the one about that we recorded with Aunt Kelly? Oh, strange. 
Strength Strengths Finder. The Strengths Finder, that's right. Nowadays it's called Clifton Strengths. But the book was called Strengths Finder, and that's what everybody's mm-hmm. called it for years. And there's yeah. a whole bunch of different strengths. Do you remember how many? Thirty-eight. Thirty-six. <laughs> Very close. 34. We'll go over really briefly what all 34 strengths are. We're going to mostly just talk about what Clifton Strengths or Strengths Finder is in general. And there is a grouping of Clifton Strengths that is often utilized. And we'll talk about those groups. And those groups sort of kind of line up with quadrant theory. Join us next week to learn about Strengths Finder. Mm-hmm. We hope you learned something because the more you know... The more you grow. Malachi. Alyssa. And Leonard. Out. Thanks for listening. If you're looking to help us out financially, that would be really, really awesome. You can do that by becoming our patron at Patreon. You can get there by going to patreon.com slash understand life. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash all one word understand life. Thank you so much for your support. Also, if you're telling people about the podcast and they don't know how to listen to podcasts, you can have them go to our new website, understandlifepodcast.com. That will redirect them to our old website, which is leonardneeman.com slash podcast. Anyone can listen to the episodes there and we'll let you know other ways to listen too. No one ever tells me this stuff. Yeah, you were in that podcast. You can have a first and dairy and a secondary. Primary. (laughs) Primary and a secondary. Is adapter like a one, kind of? No. Hope you learned something. We could do that. Hope you learned something at the end. We could do that if that's you. Do 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 do